This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the show that knows that three things in life are certain, taxes, death, and that Carol Baskin killed her husband. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me, you have my amazing co-host, Yvette Dontremont, aka the Psy Babe. Yvette, how are you doing today? You know, I haven't seen the show that follows the adventures of Joe Exotic, who I first learned about from uh, John Oliver on last week tonight. He had a little thing on Joe Exotic long before uh, Netflix decided to bring him all into our living rooms forever for us to never have unseared from our corneas. But I'm going to plunge into this journey eventually. Right now I'm on a zombie movie kick, but what the hell is with this thing? Like, what is this show about? It's a bunch of scary, like, Florabama shore people uh, that have tigers. Excuse me, ma'am. It's Oklahoma, oh, it's, those mind is Oklahoma. you. I thought they look so Florida, though. Like, that, I thought you could have just, like, thrown a dart at that in Florida. Like, they... Maybe it's Florida DNA that escaped. Like, is this an ultra Florida? Like, like is this like a zombie strain of Florida that escaped to the state? There is a character from Florida in okay. it, Carol Baskin. So. Okay, see, I feel better now. My Floridar is on. So for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, Tiger King is a seven-episode true crime docuseries centered on Joe Exotic on Netflix. He's an infamous collector of giant cats like tigers and lions kept at his zoo in hard parentheses. <sighs> zoo? Because, yeah, exactly. And there's so many subplots, everything from an extremely antagonistic relationship with his nemesis and animal rights activist, Carol Baskin, oh to a potential murder and like him going to jail for a possible hit on her. And then there's what mobs the? involved and oh him running for president. There is so what? much going on. I don't know where to start. <laughs> Lauren, okay. We're having an FFF today. We're having some girl talk. We're not reviewing a porn. We're having, look, I get it. We've been talking a little too much about the apocalypse lately. We're having some lady fun time. So on to tigers and our guest, Lauren. <laughs> and, and she's a bit of a tiger herself. So, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so Lauren, you have watched uh, or you've at least heard of uh, Tiger King. What are your thoughts on this? I watched it, actually. And, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> you got, fill me in. What am I What am I in for? All right. You're so not in for it's. It's more like Florida based, but then what meets like hick redneck type feel. And oh my God. it's more focused on like tigers and big cats, but it's, it's literally focused on any type of big cat. And it's actually the root of it is this whole like bumping heads between these Joe and the other chick. And basically him and a couple other people are in jail. So basically is the outline of how, what happened or what could be happening or what happened. It's not as bad. See, I watched Don't Fuck With Cats. Now oh that my God. was horrible. I did not watch that because I couldn't take it. Like I looked away from the screen every time like there was a, a thing happening with an, and yeah. like I couldn't watch, like I love my animals and just, ugh, but that, 
fucker deserved to go to jail. And I'm like watching the internet hunt this guy down was amazing. Like if you watch it and you're like an animal loving, like I wish they would just, this is my argument for content warnings for people who are like, why does the world need cut? Because I want to watch people hunt down fuckers like that, but I don't want to see a cat being put into a bag. I'm like, if you can watch that, you definitely can watch the Tiger King. Okay. It okay. scared the living bejesus out of me. Even just like, yes, don't mess with cats. I have three cats. If anything would ever happen to my cats, I would go ballistic. I have three cats too. But the point, the other point is, is that he kidnapped this random person basically and killed the guy. And then it took me forever to like, wait, I wake up early, early in the morning what? when like it's still dark out to go work out. It took me forever to have the courage to go down into my car so I could go work out at my gym because I'm afraid some lunatic that's fucking with cats is going to fuck with me. Oh, wait. It's, <laughs> it, maybe it's just been too long since I watched the documentary. He killed a person too, not just cats. Like, maybe I just blocked that out of my brain. Jesus. We're just still talking about uh, don't fuck with cats. We're yeah. not talking about yeah. Joe okay. Exotic. No. So Joe Exotica. It's with, not Joe Exotica. He is not, he is not appearing at any of the Exoticas. Not Exotica. <laughs> Joe Exotica. Or whatever. The tiger fucking guy. Uh, Wait, he fucks tigers? <laughs> no, he better not fuck tigers. And you know no. what? That will be someone who shows up at Exotica in New Jersey later this year called Joe Exotica. <laughs> he will fuck cougars, specifically. <laughs> but the, the thing with Joe is that he, him and the two other people that are with his business are actually in jail because he did go to jail for trying to kill What's-Her-Face. Carol what's her Baskin. The, yeah. Look, all I need to know is, so when you see, by the way, Carol Baskin, if at her entire wardrobe, I think we find this out in like episode two or three, she shows her closet and it's all cat and animal print. Mm. Only cat print. What? I'm not kidding. I think she's secretly like a swinger BDSM type chick. Are you kidding me? I mean, I for totally her, see it. Okay, her and her husband, her current husband, not the one she killed, because I'm going to just say it. I, that's not controversial at all. <laughs> Look, her second husband, who she's married to, they have wedding photos where they just do a quick screen flash. She's holding him on a, a leash. Yeah. And like he has a collar around his neck and he's dressed in leather, Yvette. I mean, mm. when I show you this, like, you can't say, all right, they didn't just buy this for the photo. Right? She's She has, like, they didn't show it on air, but first thing, she's worth, like, millions of dollars because her her first husband died and left her with all this money. Uh, excuse us. He was murdered. I am expecting he, she will either be on Tiger <laughs> King season two or making a murder season three. <laughs> but they haven't found oh a body. God. She fed it to the tigers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What the? She's that kinky motherfucker. What probably happened, right, is that they were in her dungeon and she's whipping them and doing all this shit. And all of a sudden... He forgot to say his safe word and all of a sudden he dies and she's scared. So then she goes. (laughs) She's just like, you know, the tigers need food. Like these things happen. It's just we're just not going to pay for food for like a day. It's cool. It's cool. Maybe she was just making instead of making lemons out of lemonade, she was making tiger food out of me. Things happen. Did you guys hear that adult friend finder is using their platform to perform marriages? Wait, what? No, I didn't. Was that not on AVN? <laughs> is this like a new thing that they're doing like in during the COVID era? Because we're bringing people together to celebrate things. 
virtually? I believe so, because they announced it, I know, on March 27th. They said that instead of having to travel with, you know, for friends, family, catering, so on, couples can wed from the comfort of their home or any special private location. And they could live stream it across the world or keep it private. But apparently they're promoting specifically they're doing weddings at this time. I heard this somewhere. I know that um, audience out there fucking fact check me because y'all know I can't I can't say something if I don't know for fact it's a fact because I'm I'm a little neurotic about being fact checked. Uh, anyways, but like I read somewhere that like they're letting people once they've gotten their marriage certificate, like if they had a wedding plan, it's like, yeah, you're just married now. Like if they had the license but hadn't gone through, they're like, yeah, you can just like go home and say I do. And I know they've done that in a few states because one of my friends had a wedding planned and they're like, yeah, you had the you want to be married now. You just are if you if that's what you want. They're like, yeah, we are. We'll just have the wedding next year. So I don't know what the officials are in all the states. But yeah, if you still wanted to get married, I suggest eloping. It was great. Wait, does that mean does Adult Friend Finder at least give you an efficient? I'm curious about that. Adult Friend Finder people, your PR people suck. Give us more details. We want to know what's the de- what is the deal? Hey, Adult Friend Finder, hit us up if you want to advertise because we're just saying people still want to get fucking married over the course of the next year and stuff. So we'll we'll work with you. We'll get the word out. We want you to be able to be happily wedded in bliss in your quarantine. Look, adult friend finder, I know there's hot singles in my area, but I can't see them. We're all in quarantine. (laughs) Oh, my God. How do people date right now? I really didn't even hear anything about this. It wasn't not on AVN. (laughs) Oh, I found it on Xmas. This is the first time I'm hearing about it, too. But it's like, like, it brings up a lot of questions, like, because I have a bunch of housemates. Some of them, like, were, like, brand new in relationships. Like, how do people keep dating right now? That's gotta suck. Like, if you're out there, if you're like, what's happening with your relationships if you're socially distancing right now? Email us, info at two girls, one mic. We're curious how this is working. Well, I feel like if it's just like a couple, right? What if one person is quarantined and one person still has to go to work and is exposed to the public and one person has an immunocompromised person in their house? That just sounds like a drama for Fox. (laughs) One person's immunocompromised. I'm thinking like outbreak or like, can what's it, Contagious, where they had them all quarantined and stuff like that. Like I loved out, cont- an outbreak movie. They had it all like, you couldn't even be around the person. You know what sucks at the moment? You the and Lauren cannot play Pokemon Go because I heard you both are nerds that enjoy Pokemon. I can still play my video games though. Same. It's What are you playing right now? I'm playing Tomb Raider, and then um, I'm actually about to get... I was actually looking at Resident Evil 3 to play on Twitch. Nice. I like horror games. You can laugh at me. I've played through The Witcher twice, and now I'm like, The Witcher's on Switch, and I want to play it on a different console, because I I maybe have obsessive-compulsive disorder, and I like playing things over and over again until I get them right. (laughs) I do that with my Netflix, I feel like. I watch it over and over until I can see something that's like, right? oh, that wasn't there before. Like, I think I, and when I watched The Gilmore Girls a gazillion times, I've noticed that it's certain uh, things the cup will change a different color. Their hairstyle will change differently. Oh. I, uh, I would, <laughs> that's just something I always do for some reason. Oh, the magic of editing. I actually, oh, so yeah. f- <laughs> speaking of the magic of editing, so the other week, and I don't know if this will be relevant when it comes out, when this episode airs or not, I'll find out more details in two weeks. Um, 
I got a gig to talk about my crayons for ABC News. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. So I worked with a um, rare co-host of the show, uh, Natalia Reagan, on this. And we wrote a script. And here's the thing. So the first day we wrote a script. The second day, I set up the lighting. I set up the background. I put the entire script onto like an app where it's like a teleprompter. Scrolls, yeah. 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 So as I'm doing that, I'm not even joking when I say I did well over 120 takes in one day and not a single one of them was good. <laughs> what? And a prompter is really won. hard. Was it? Like yeah. a prompter is really, oh, yeah. really hard. Like I... I been on a handful of shows and when I watch them, I'm like how often do the hosts practice on those things yeah. like ah right this is why I don't do a ton of scripted stuff like I will sit there and spitball I will sit there with a handful of things from a script and do it loosely but like having something on a teleprompter it's just it's hard I've done a teleprompter once it was so hard for me to do that I actually switched with one of the girls and uh let her keep the same pay she was going to be making. And I just got a lower pay for it. I kept my pay, which was lower <laughs> with the act I was doing because she was saving my ass. Uh, I'm not in the, the industry just to make money. I For us to help each other, I always feel like it's a good thing. Nice. And I do better at having a script and trying to memorize it because mm. I, oh, yeah. I used Same. to do it in college, short-term memory. I could read, 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 read and be able to yeah. like boom it out. Then having to read something and look at a camera. It's just for some reason, I, I, ha I haven't practiced that skill yet. We filmed a, I'd say, semi-scripted reality uh, show for the Weather Channel uh, this spring. <laughs> it's I'm a talking head for the Weather Channel, if you can believe that shit. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's IR professional. Um, and I review, but they knew I reviewed porn for a gig on the side when they hired me. Just want to point that out. They wanted to make tornadoes sexy. <laughs> the person who owns the Weather Channel is a former stand-up comedian. Shut up. I love that. I was because I, I was when they hired me for this, I was like, do they know who I like? They know what I do for fun. Right? And I the director knew I was like, OK, they're on. But, but like they're sitting there literally like because it's it's not scripted. Like they want to get certain. They're like, OK, we hired you because we know you're going to occasionally tell a good dick joke that we can use. Uh, but like they have things they want you to say and they're like feeding it to you as you're saying it. And they're because they don't want your eyes going across the screen reading a teleprompter. They want. Yeah. So so it's just a director in this little air. Airbnb in Glendale that they've rented out for a week, like just selling lines to you in this really close crypt. It's a very strange thing. I'd rather someone do that. Like I'd rather yeah. say line and someone give me a line. I'm the type of person I have to yeah. read it first because like, I'm a visual learner. I can't just... Because like they give it to you the day before, but you're not like they tell you here are suggestions and it's just you're seriously staring at a screen looking at like lights in the sky and like weird wind patterns. You're going and just saying over and over again, like stuff that you'd hear in sports movies, like I've never seen anything like this before. Like that was those were my three days of recording in Glendale. I also did when I did the Urban X Awards, I was just there, you know, you know, just let another porn star like. You know, I had sponsored them that year and I was like there to support people. And uh, I guess a last minute person couldn't show. And they asked me if I wanted to present an award to people. And I was like, yeah, totally like present, not knowing that they were using a, a teleprompter. Oh, boy. And I went on there like remember, this is like I was there and hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, here we go. Thank goodness there was two other people so I could feed off of them. And yeah. I could just it, was, it didn't have to be verbatim. 
As long as I said somewhat of what they had, I was oh, I was so nervous. My heart was pounding. I realized maybe Ugh. maybe we should all be kinder when Donald Trump gets through a teleprompter speech. We should give him more what? credit for that. He's doing it's it's hard reading those. It tele- actually is. <laughs> Shut up! Don't make fun of me. <laughs> it, it, dude, by the time I nailed it, I showed it to my boyfriend, and he was like, "I mean, you got through all the lines, but your eyes look dead." <laughs> Yeah, because you're reading. That's the thing. Like, I don't understand how people can do that. No, all all the joy escaped from me doing it over 120 times. So the point is that Obama making all of those teleprompter speeches sound so good. That was magic. Magic. It's black man magic. (laughs) Right? If we could have black woman magic, we could have black man magic. (laughs) Black president magic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's mojo. (laughs) but god i will never take an actor for granted again yeah jesus if there are lines in a porn that people are reading off a teleprompter even better i want to hear about teleprompters in porn for me there was only one that was important and it was an instructing video so (laughs) okay details details now we want to hear everything this is what this is what we came here for (laughs) (laughs) the video was i was supposed to be the girl that was reading the teleprompter so I was t- and telling them what was going on in the background and uh, I would slowly get naked but they would be like different categories like how to please your lover how to make your your girl squirt it was like different things that they were teaching and I was just standing in front as they were they would be in the back doing demonstrating it Oh my God, Yvette, this is our dream job. I just narration, <laughs> Na- poor narration. I hear this, and then, like in the back of my head, I see someone going narrator. But they were doing it, and this is how. <laughs> like, oh Basically, it was kind of how it is. Like, oh, like uh, you want to? Like, I think the the girl that I switched because I was the I was the narrator, oh and I was God. like, I can't do this teleprompter. I was like, it's not for me. You know, I'm I'm hitting a limit. And so I went to do the sex act because I was like, I can have sex. Sex is fine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So the girl that switched with me, she actually was really, really well, good. And she's also a really good friend of mine as well. I've known her since she's gotten into the industry. And <laughs> I remember it was like, I think it was about a vibrator. And he was, she was basically telling, uh, instructing the person how to use the vibrator on a lady. So like the guy would be fucking me at one point and then he would have like the vibrator and, oh, if you do the vibrator this way, blah, 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 blah and this and that. And I was like, I'm like, do people really watch this? (laughs) You know, they filmed it because someone is going to click on it and that advertising money is going to come in. So, you know, supply and demand. That's that's how someone out there is filming furry saran wrap pegging porn because somebody is watching it. And if anyone can find that porn, I want to I want to see if it actually exists. Well, they have squid porn. What? So I saw like a girl. Is that like an offshoot of octopus porn? Like it's specifically, they know the cephalopod they want. I saw this little Asian girl and she had like squid type fish things in her vagina and she was pushing them out of her vagina, her pussy. Is that like birthing porn almost? If she's like out or like, I thought I would think squid, man, people are creative with what they want to get off to and God bless you all for it. The God that I don't believe in. Just wow. (laughs) Have you guys seen like the ovipositor 
penises or like I'm not even sure what it is like the uh, oh my god yes like they just it's like it looks kind of it deposits like a seed like an into egg. like a person like an egg yeah yeah and it's it has to be for people Lauren why are you taking aback about this you should know this this is your industry we don't birth seeds Oh, well, unless I'm getting like filled up with cum, that's the only time there's seeds, but there's no birth. No, you are getting filled up with an egg with this. This is like, it's like a, not quite fist size, like maybe it's it's jade egg size, Gwyneth approved, but it's like an ovipositor. And it's like for people who have, I don't know, impregnating fetishes or something or want to feel like they're impregnating you with an alien uh, baby or something. I don't know. I, but can, it's, I, can, I can believe that. I've had a couple yeah. like people like get customs and they want me to like. Oh my God pretend like I'm getting impregnated like I had this one person that ordered a custom and he was like I want you to get off your birth control and I want you to have uh two black guys fuck you and come inside your pussy and then tell me how it feels and how different it is and then um wow let's just say porn is all fake oh my god I'm shocked you so they weren't really black guys (laughs) <laughs> no, they were just in blackface. Yeah. I really hired two Jewish actors to put on black makeup. But I remember oh at the very end, I'm supposed to sit in front of the camera and tell them, oh, my God, like, this is how my body feels, like, being all filled up, not being on my birth control. And when I sent it to him, he was hoping that I got impregnated. Like, he was hoping. Well, that's where you send him the follow-up of you going to an abortion clinic. <laughs> Should have told him all the worst side effects of pregnancy. Dude, I have gas. I'm cramping. What the fuck? This is awful. <laughs> I gave birth. My vagina and asshole is one hole. <laughs> Everything is torn down there. My hip is displaced and I don't want this baby already. Here, you take it. You made me do it. I'm mailing you, it to you. Look at what you did to my body. You ruined me. <laughs> Be like, this is your custom order. You you officially ordered a baby. Oh my god! <laughs> I wonder if there's a legal case for if somebody ordered that kind of porn, and there was a baby made from it. Oh my god! Like, there's no way in hell. But if you're a lawyer and you're listening to this, <laughs> like, can you picture a porn? Like, well, he he wanted me to be impregnated, and I did. So he technically like inseminated my body. If there is a legal case, if you're an ambulance fucking chaser out there and you're a lawyer, tell us what the legal argument would be. I'm just I'm just curious. Info at Two Girls, One Mike, we want to know because we have nothing better to do in quarantine. (laughs) And also, you're a lawyer. You probably have some time. I mean, how many cases and dockets do you have to read right now? Especially if you're the ambulance chaser, because, I mean, no one's driving anywhere. No one's getting into car crashes right now. If you are a TV lawyer, we've got something for you. Yeah. If you're just a really bad lawyer, just just shoot us an email if you're up to nothing right now. We also might need a lawyer eventually ourselves, so... I'll say some shit that will get me into trouble. I'll tell someone the wrong thing about face masks for COVID, and then I'll be canceled. <laughs> it's like I wore a face mask, and he came on my face, and then I got corona. <laughs> That'll be the coronavirus porn. They're already making coronavirus porn, right? They have uh, yeah, to be. Yeah, everyone like, snagged at that completely. Banging in a in a hazmat suit? Oh, uh, yeah. Just with a couple cutouts? Yeah. I think one girl like cut like a... She had like the mask and she cut out a circle like and was giving like a guy trying to give the guy a BJ with the like circle around her mouth. (laughs) I feel like that's the only area you couldn't have open. Like if you like spray down the fun town downstairs, like I'm not saying you could do this, but I'm saying theoretically, those are the only zones that might be able to bash if you're just uh, spreading it respiratorily at that point. But you know what? If you're a doctor and I was totally wrong about that, please email us. 
<laughs> I mean, speaking about coronavirus and sex, I mean, I am personally fascinated with the New York City Department of Health coming out with a safe sex guide during the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Fapping is Andrew Cuomo approved. I'm so happy to know this. But rimming apparently is not. Boo. Yeah. They said that potentially uh, the virus and feces might enter your mouth. So uh, no ATM. I forget how it was, it was phrased in there, but it was like some people were asking questions about it. And I was like, Governor Cuomo, the kids call it eating ass now. You need to speak their language. <laughs> Look, all we're saying is that the New York City Department of Health just became our cool land. It's, <laughs> they're like, now, kids, it's OK to touch yourself. It's sex with someone you love. <laughs> You'll never get syphilis from touching your junk, son. Oh, my God. That's funny. I I love that he's getting really blunt about it. It's like, here's the advice you have to take. But it's like, it does kind of remind me of the videos we're seeing from the mayors in Italy that are going out and screaming at people for congregating, which highly amusing. Like, if nothing else, that's amusing me. Oh, my God. Uh, In New York City, they actually just started doing uh, fines for people congregating because people aren't taking it seriously enough. Like, we had a boat come in. And I people decided, oh, let's stand side by side together while this huge boat comes in. What, your future home? You want to see that? The boat is for medical use, yes? Like it came exactly. in specifically for the overflow, for more medical. Like that's how bad this is. They're they want to see their future I mean, home. This is where what we're at. Like there are bodies being piled into trucks. Sorry, downer. Uh, but like there is major overflow at the point to where people are dying because we don't have the equipment and their equipment is coming in on boats. And people are like, I want to go see the boat. Not realizing that the boat is where they might take their last breath if they go to see the boat before they absolutely need it. So, well, weren't people like uh, heading to the beaches as well? Yeah, at that's... one point they had a whole thing where oh, like yeah. people were going to the beaches, which was nutty because it was like after everywhere had locked down, and like you could there was a thing that came out yesterday showing cell phone data, uh, like from where people were on this one beach, like you know mid March, and where they'd gone in the next two weeks, and it was all over oh, the eastern God. seaboard, all like, and it was just it's nutty. Like just and I mean, I know it's really easy to say, you know, I only saw this one person or I only, but it's like that one person sees one other person. It's like it's it's the lecture our parents always gave us about sex. You having sex with everyone they had sex with. You don't know who breathed on them today. Be careful out there, my New Yorkers. I love you. I want to tongue kiss you all again. Eventually stay alive and probably rim you. But um, I want to rim them first. Obviously. Ass to mouth. That's why they call it that, right? You start with the ass, you end at the mouth. That's right. It's like a dog. You sniff there first to make sure you want to kiss them. (laughs) So speaking of which, in New York, they're actually going to start implementing, thankfully, a $500 fine. 500? Nice. Yes. People will actually listen to that. Like if it was 40 bucks, no one would listen. It's needed because as much as there are people who are social distancing in New York, like I was walking my dog and I saw in the park which I never knew there was a ping pong table there, but I saw people playing <laughs> ping pong. Yeah, like I, if I didn't have to walk my dog, I probably, because like I, I have exercise equipment up here. I have like, I live in this, in the attic of an old Victorian. I would probably not leave other than to get groceries, you know, if I didn't have to walk my dog. Cause it's like, there are, you know, people in the neighborhood, but like there was a house party two blocks over and I'm like, ah, and What's it's, a and it's, it's college students uh, who are, <sighs> they think they're fine. Cause they're like, and I mean, Like, here's the thing. Yes, statistically, they are more than likely going to be fine, but they're also much more likely to have complications from this than they are from any flu ever. 
like or from any flu on average. Like this is a give or take. It is hard to put it into uh, perspective compared to the Spanish flu. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to this for one second. I'm sorry, audience. Go ahead. Fast forward 30 seconds. Uh, uh. It's it is hard to put it into perspective because we all think the last giant pandemic was the Spanish flu, which was scary, uh, mainly because it attacked mostly young adults. And this one is disproportionately pushed towards older people, but still is much deadlier than the flu and still way worse and leaves people with permanent lung damage. That's what we're seeing even from mild cases. Yeah. So I like breathing. Yeah. I mean, the flu the <laughs> flu is not leaving people with permanent lung damage. This has a much different pathology. And that's part of the reason why we should be taking this seriously is because we like our lungs. Like I, I used to run marathons and then I permanently screwed up my hip. And uh, I would be I'd be sad if I hadn't, you know, done all the things I wanted to do with my lungs yet um, and thought this might come around and fuck them up. So take care of those. Right. Yeah. Uh, don't want to lose lungs. Uh, let's see. Do I have any more upbeat stories? I've got <laughs> Vatican doesn't approve of porn, but that's, I mean. You know what? That's all the more reason to watch more porn. I think any, any day everyone watches as like, even people that say they don't watch porn. I think a huge people watch porn no matter what. They just don't want to admit it. Oh yeah. Like 90% of people admit to watching porn and the other 10% lie. Because mm-hmm. like. I have my acting coach and he helps me with my acting because I'm uh, doing more features and stuff and trying to get more into mainstream. And I swear he, he pretends like he doesn't watch porn, but I'm like, come on now. Like you're like, I'm like your, your wife probably watches porn for all we know. Like I'm like, I've had so many, I have a huge, like, yes, I have the percentage of single guys that watch my porn, but I actually have a bigger percentage of couples. Yeah that watch my porn and I rather a couple I think that's awesome if you can yeah. watch somebody and they come up to me and say oh my god your porn like gets both of us off I think that's fucking awesome because the percentage of girls being able to get off is like you know yeah do it man <laughs> I think if more women realize that you know throw the vibrator on the clitoris and not inside and like that will mm-hmm. that will alleviate I'm just I'm just throwing out helpful hints put the get the Hitachi right on the clitoris and you're gonna be fine Wait, see uh, you're saying I can fit it right inside I'm gonna try that next I've seen people with the Hitachi like in their pussy ah wow right is that what you're talking about can no? we not but I want to see that I now. mean now I'm gonna google that but I'm like you know it's good to have goals for when one day gravity and time just stretch everything apart even without having children like <laughs> you'll knows? be surprised like that muscle does go back to me I've it. had two dicks in my pussy and two dicks in, in my asshole I've had uh, all at the same time or on different occasions on different occasions, but I did do a triple penetration. She has to make room. I did a triple penetration, nice. which is one in my pussy and two in my asshole at the same time. I feel like the asshole would be easier to fit more into. Like it just seems. It does. I have a question. Does that feel crowded? Like when you have three guys around you? Yeah. Like that seems like the weirder part to me than the fitting it into the asshole is just ah claustrophobia. <laughs> well, the uh, the group sex that I've had, the most I've had is uh, just. When there's intercourse, not just like oral, uh, has been 10 guys, I think, are the max. And usually it, it does feel I gotta like you have that to- one. That's just you just any like girl. I mean, I've done that in a weekend, but in one go, Ooh, you're mm-hmm. a hero. And they pissed on me. 
So they pissed on me. I drank their piss and they pissed in my asshole and I pushed it out and, and drank it. I just, we gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta give that one some more. Like, you, you champ, you the MVP, you legend, so like, I, you legend, you I absolute took, legend. I love it. I took ass to mouth to a whole other level. <laughs> That's who I don't know how you do it. I mean, our whatever. What does pee taste like? Yeah, I well, I need to know so that we look. Can, we can't have bare grills on the show, but we have you. Like every once in a while, someone will say this tastes like pee. Now we need to know what we compare something to. So basically, it, uh, most of their pee is they're very hydrated because you can't have oh. yellow, like dark yellow pee. Oh, that makes sense. Also, it's gonna smell. Yeah, first thing it smells, and just to let you know, I had one one of the guys before it was the 10 it was like uh, 10 I think it was like five where he didn't drink enough and it actually came out really yellow and it tasted like really nasty oh. I was like holy shit <laughs> I like and the director actually had to cut and tell him you're not hydrated enough we can't have yellow pee oh my god I didn't know there was a protocol for pee and porn is there like a chart for how like it's it's like the chlorination it's the visa chart? mastercard of it so like Pizza. uh certain things that are illegal in general like oh usually yeah. you can't uh because if it looks like water then they can't prove it's pee exactly it's just like uh they can't have any <gasps> most of the time when you're like shooting sex like if a girl is on like we do get our period still you know and we have to shove we like put sponges up in our pussy i would heard that from a girlfriend of mine law like Literally a decade before we started doing this, I had one friend in the porn industry and she said makeup sponges, which, and I, I have to say this briefly as a scientist with a platform who has a a, uh, a responsibility, this is a safe sex no-no, but just that's a thing that happens in porn. Please don't do this if you're a civilian. Anyways. Don't try it at home. It's a porn thing. It's an only porn thing. Yeah. This is their profession. It's I wouldn't even recommend it to someone in porn, but I understand it's a thing that has to get done. So, but it's it's really just, it's a, you know, I've never heard of anything happening from it, but it's also not a tested material. Oh, it depends on how long you leave it in. Like I am very strict. Like the max I've ever had is two sponges up if I had like, a very heavy flow, but you have to keep count. There's the worst thing you can do is forget oh and God. leave it in. And then it's horrible. Oh yeah. Well that can lead to toxic shock syndrome because then the bacteria will grow up and eventually they'll start seeping. Anyways, back to the hospital. <laughs> Quick story. A girlfriend of mine, by which I mean a girl I was dating, got one stuck up there once and I um, lent her a hand. Yeah, man, you have to squat. I've I've had where because you have to consider probably take uh, most of the dicks I um, I fuck on set are not like average size; yeah. they're a little bit bigger. And I'm having rough sex. Like I, it's not like vanilla where it's sweet and like oh oh yeah. This is it's like pounding away at me. That's why we applaud. So I I've had to like <laughs> I've had to squat and like stick my like hand. Up, up my pussy. You're like, how far but is it? it? You're like, I'm in my <laughs> spleen now. Where is this thing? The best part now is I know the difference between the feeling of a sponge and like me. That's difficult I too. Like, I don't, I, and here's the thing, I'm sure people at home are like, fuck you. There's no, like, you don't even understand how hard that is. Like the first, you know, like, look, I've had to grab up a girl's uh, lady parts to try to get that out. And it was not easy. I'm like, please let me not be like removing an ovary up here. I remember the first time I had a condom get stuck. That's happened. In my vagina. To, and this was yeah. before porn. And I freaked out right i remember calling my OBGYN as an emergency because i was like the condom is still inside of me 
he busted a nut. The condom's still inside of me. And I don't know how the, I don't know how, they don't explain that to you in like sex ed. All right, this could happen. It doesn't, doesn't no. say it on the back of the thing. No. If it gets stuck up, please squat and push. It doesn't say any of that. I remember. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine if we taught fourth graders that? <laughs> you know, they're doing it in Sweden. They're on, look, look, <laughs> they, they start getting sex ed from like day one. Like as soon as they're out of the womb. Now this is how you happened. It's like, <laughs> I, so like I've had where I've had a sponge up inside me and it all, like it was to the side. Yeah. Like it was in this like nook where I didn't even, I was like, where the fuck did, and then I've had one. You're like, is my vagina Narnia? What's going on up yeah, there? It's like, I'm afraid that all of a sudden I'm going to find a secret, like place in here that I didn't even know of. It's like it's Mary Poppins purse. I mean, it's also called, I think, the lower intestine, but. <laughs> but I, I, it makes me nervous, like, most of the time, because I go to OBGYN probably, like, twice a year, which I'm, it's not mandatory, but as that I'm having sex way more than people, normal people are, and I'm having different type of sex. Like, not everyone's having really rough like going like pal driver up in my like head. I've, I've been picked up. You're having been, professional like, grade I, sex is what you're saying. <laughs> the Olympics of sex. Yeah, you're there's so, there's a reason some of us do this for pay and some of us do not. I yeah, that takes money. There is that takes work. I'm uh, I'm going to be moving soon. So I'm going through all like my, you know, all the stuff you accumulate. And I'm like going through all like stuff I want to sell. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what I oh, I wore this. I'm going to sell this. And I'm looking up the porn so I could write what I wore it in. The porno was me pretending to be a, a doctor and the guy's doing like a stress test. And he, he is fucking me with my legs wrapped around his torso. And I'm holding on to the, <laughs> the treadmill as he's fucking me. So speaking of which, did you he guys hear about a medical fetish site donated their entire stock of scrubs after being contacted by desperate health officials? I didn't wow. know that. Was that on Avian or Expos? <laughs> uh, I, it was on Newsweek. Ah. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is that a health official who was like, why don't we contact some fetch sites and see if they have extra stuff? That is out of the box thinking. That is creativity. I think that's great because I know a clip artists that all he does is like doctor stuff like he his whole thing is like OBGYN doctor to patient fetish I hope he commits and actually goes to med school <laughs> you know why not why not you already know at least a lot about one part of the body or two all right <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if it ever eventually becomes really useful like he just starts uh, finding people with like, oh, actually, we should really get this tested out. Uh, there's some abnormal growth here. We we should get you a pap smear. I think it's super funny how like that is a fetish though. Like I go to OBGYN and I'm like, oh man, all right, here we go. Because she's going to like press on my ovaries. Like it's like, I don't see like there being like a prostate check porn. <laughs> It's because women have less. Well, actually, no, maybe there is in gay porn. Maybe. Because I feel like that's not a thing as many women are watching. But who knows what's happening? Maybe that does <laughs> Speak exist. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> prostate porn. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you out there watch prostate porn, email us info to girls one mic. If you make prostate porn, definitely oh, email yeah. us. Oh, yeah. We want to we know what's happening. Like, that... I want to check it out. <laughs> I want to learn how. All three of us. Yes. We, we have questions. So, Lauren, what are you working on now that's exciting? <laughs> um, Other than clips and camming, because 
clearly that's that's the only thing anyone can do, just camming. Well, I yeah, I am camming. I am shooting my uh, own stuff right now. Um, I'm working on the with Amber Lee with my workflow and trying to uh, my goal for this year is to increase my passive income. So when stuff like this does happen, it's not a huge effect on me because I've already built my passive income. But I know that's funny because I was actually talking to my viewers because when I was on cam, they were like, oh, they're they're not used to seeing me on cam as much as I am now. They're like, did you stop porn? I was like, no, I just can't shoot it right now. But I did. I think what's going on right now is a lot of the companies have slowed down their content and are spreading out artist content where I would shoot and then all of a sudden there'd be boom, 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 all this content's out of me. And I think they're all spreading it out. I know that a couple companies are now reaching out to some of the girls and are going to pay us to shoot content for their sites. Oh, Because nice. they can't shoot with us right now, but they can, hey, we'll pay you to do a solo if it has this, 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 and this. Nice. And then it goes to them. I have this crazy notion of what's going to happen to get porn going because so many times, like you see like the guy like railing someone and you just zoom in on him and then you zoom back to the girl. It's just going to be like, they're going to piece it together from like, here, you shoot yourself <laughs> at this angle. And like the girl's going to be like just shot at her face. And then it's going to just going to be like, they're going to cut in like old pussy shot, like shots of like the actual banging of like, it's just going to be like, you're never going to see the actual them in the same room but like you'll see like the motion of either of them like apart. I, I feel that there's going to be a way to composite together porn like oh, totally. from old clips, just like new face shots, but like old pussy shots. Well, and of course, we're going to still have like as you know, at the very end when no one needs uh, a shot of the guy's face when he's coming. Right. No one needs that, but we're still going to have that's, it. That's the 90s. That was the 80s and the 90s. They don't do no, that we're anymore. No, bring it back. Everything's coming back, Lauren. <laughs> Nothing is gone. It's the internet era now. We all just live on computers. I used to love when they showed more of the guy. I always felt like I it was good it. to see both because as a, a woman... Like, yes. yes, I love women. I really do love women. I love guys, too. So back, my favorite porno that I used to watch was called Doc Talk Dirty to Me, which is an 80s oh. video. And it was the guy talking dirty to the girl. And I feel like that should come back. <laughs> yeah. I like that. All right, men. Well, we need more of your voices or, I mean, I hope that now that they're contracting, it seems like more freelance work to individual artists that Maybe I don't we know. Maybe need more man-ass because, you know, you've seen mainstream has a lot of man-ass now. I'll take man-ass. I'll, I'll take anything I can get from men. You know, when we watch straight porn, you never even just see a guy just jerk off. That's only gay porn. So it's like, show, show <laughs> go ahead. We can, we can, it's okay. You can touch yourself in porn, but no, it's just, it's straight. It's always straight to the blowjob. Exactly. So I just hope that we get some interesting clips that come out of this moratorium on porn and this pandemic. Pornatorium? Pornator yeah, I will. <laughs> I, I hope so. There's going to be, and you know, there's eventually going to be a podcast called that. Fuck you. <laughs> it's someone listening to us right now. And by that, I mean two weeks from now when this airs, is going to call the their podcast is, like, that. Uh, one of the things is this moratorium for us, because the, the lockdown was like, what? Three, four weeks ago now. About three weeks? It's about? About two and a half. Three weeks. Yeah, it, it hasn't been. It's only been like, 
It hasn't been a full oh, month yet. It, felt, so, it feels longer. Been, what? It's only been about a year been a, in a month. It's been two and a half weeks. We've, that's all. We've had a moratorium before that was two weeks. So this isn't something new for the, it might be new for people that are not in porn where you don't get to go to work, you're in a lockdown and being stuck in our house. Yes, that is new. But to not shoot porn for two weeks is actually, we've done that before. Like we've had, um, I think- Last year in in Europe, actually, they were shut down for a whole month because they had a syphilis and then an HIV scare. So like we are prone to if there's anything that comes up on our testing, especially syphilis or HIV, we shut down completely and they research all the performers that that person has worked with. They have to re-get tested and then they have to they reach out to other people for them to get retested and there's a whole protocol that goes with it so that we all stay safe. They do some pretty severe contact tracing. That's impressive. Yeah. Wait, who does the contact tracing? It's interesting to me that they do it that severely for syphilis because syphilis is still really easily treatable with penicillin and gonorrhea is now uh, in some cases resistant to even methicillin. I think it's because of how uh, they're trying to get it to not be caught like yeah. in in america we haven't i don't know if there's been a syphilis outbreak because um when there's an hiv breakout they can say hey someone's been pest- tested for hiv but we cannot get, know their information gotcha but i know in europe when there was a syphilis breakout they did because once it's more than one or yeah. two people that's when they say hold up it's got to stop everything it's just like i think it was two years ago we actually went on a moratorium because ringworm was a big breakout and we could not oh, get it under control. Stop. So we were, wow. we were in a moratorium for about, I think, a good two, maybe three weeks. Wow. Ringworm. Huh. Never would have guessed. Ringworm. That yep. is a, an annoying one to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So wait, what is ringworm? I'm sorry. It is a fungal infection a sk- on the skin. Uh, and it creates this like rashy ring or something, right? Yeah. Isn't it like, I, I didn't have it, but. There are only a few viral infections in that family. I had a different one that basically gave me, it looked like I was, a, I basically looked like I had leopard spots all over my mm-hmm. back. Uh, and it's, it, they all use very similar medications, just antifungals. Uh, and yeah. they're either oral or topical. And here's the thing, oral antifungals are very, very bad for your liver and you have to be on them short term. So I can see why it's like, all right, everyone stop. We we need to take care of this now so that as few people as possible are dealing with this as yeah. possible. So it was really good that they did that too, because I have eczema. Oh yeah. Which stuff like that, it's usually prone for me to get them because my skin's already slightly compromised yeah. as it is. And I'm like, when they had that moratorium, I remember like every time when I was first starting out, I would literally bring apple cider vinegar with me and I would bathe, like just like have Ooh. it all over my skin to just kind of like get clean and kill anything and everything I could get. It was just, yeah. <laughs> Sounds unpleasant and vaguely like you smelled like salad. I did. <laughs> I need to toss my salad. Oh, baby. That worked out. Your ringworm-free salad. <laughs> I once got a fungal infection uh, on my legs. It was not ringworm, though. And it was actually a really f- weird story of how I got it. So <laughs> I'm definitely not one to wear generally short shorts or rompers. Uh, it's very rare whenever I do. If Ed has seen me in it. And it looks good. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying I, that you have nice cheeks. Thank you. They're good cheeks. But last year, I decided to be a little ballsy, and I decided for one day, let me wear a romper in New York. And I felt really good about it. Uh, My friend decided to invite me to a comedy club, and this specific comedy club is a bit dingy in New York. When I sat down, there's this 
seating in the back area, uh, kind of before you go to where everybody's going to go watch the performers. It's where the performers hang out. So you see some like bar stools, leather chairs, things like that. I'm in my romper. My bare legs are pressed against this uh, dingy leather seat. What I'm saying is the next two days, I was like, what the hell is like this red stuff on the back of my legs? I had to, to go to my doctor oh anyway my to get a prescription refilled. Turns out I got a fungal infection from the comedy club. So wow. my, the jokes weren't the only thing that was dirty that time. hey <laughs> So just a reminder, it's really easy to spread microbes in New York City. Just wanted to throw that out there. So anyways, yeah. Ooh, Jesus Christ. You've just from sitting on a... Wow. Yeah, yeah. man. That's... Look, all I'm saying is I hope the casting couch is constantly disinfected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hopefully... <laughs> Oh, Jesus Well, Christ. just to let you know, as, as a performer, I have a right to ask them to definitely make sure it's clean. <laughs> Thank bring, you. Bring, you know what? Just to be on the safe side, when when the pornatorium is over, bring your own hand sanitizer. Bring bring a bottle of, of alcohol, of, of uh, isopropanol, 70% minimum. It's so funny that you say that, but I've, I've always done that. So this is like the weirdest thing ever because I travel a lot and I always have hand sanitizer with me when I, especially when I travel. And after I get done traveling, I actually take everything I worn, everything I have on, I throw it into like the washer because I don't like the germs at, <laughs> at like the airport. Like, and I've done where I've gone to Prague and come back because I shoot for legal porno as well. And you're in that plane for like uh, 11 to 12 hours. How often do you guys think they clean the planes? Because I know how often. I don't think a lot. How often? Uh, Once every 30 to 45 days. Oh, yeah, fuck. I don't think it's a lot. Yeah. So anyone you've ever seen that is like gets on the plane, wipes that shit down. They're not crazy. They're smart. Yeah. And they say like the the little like pouch thing that they have, like all the emergency stuff. There's so much germs oh, and stuff God. there because everyone pulls out the menu Oh, that God. table is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Your instinct to think that those germs are there, it's right. <laughs> you you, <laughs> you should tell. always have hand sanitizer with you. Not a bad <laughs> no idea. What. <laughs> I think back on the times when I found an old thing of hand sanitizer and I was like, yeah, I don't need this. It's just holding, taking up room. And I'm like, oh, liquid gold. So Lauren, where can our listeners find you and buy your clips? All my social medias are the same except for Snapchat because they took me down at one point. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's Lauren. Lauren fills up L A U R E N F I L L S U P. And then my Snapchat is Miss Fills Up, M S F I L L S U P. And you can go to laurenphillips.com to see my hardcore website. Or you can go to thefirebush.com, which has <laughs> my premium it. Snapchat and stuff like that. <laughs> I just fell in love with you so much more. <laughs> oh, man. All you have to do is Google me and most of the stuff comes up anyway. <laughs> this is great. Well, we loved having a spicy redhead on our show. Oh, and if you want you. more spicy content, head over to our Patreon for the full unedited video, uh, which only Patreons get. Uh, so patreon.com slash two girls, one mic. We accidentally didn't warn her that this was going to be a video and she stopped and yes. threw on makeup so she would look this lovely for you guys. So if you don't, if you are not already one of our Patreons, head over to patreon.com slash two girls, one mic and come join. Keep the pirate ship afloat. It's a, I know it's a weird time in the economy. Just two bucks and you can hang out with us. It's a good time. 
So we have some patrons, of course, to thank this week as per usual. So this week we want to thank Christina Blankhorn, Mike Serbetsko, Brian Gowdy, Bob Cole, Eric H., Elisa, Holish Ike, Brian Butcher, Carl, Stephen Jones, Couch Potato, Hazel, Logan Waterman, Mr. Dank, Shane Wright, Robert Hetherington, Dave, and many, many others. Uh, and by the way, again, you want to become a patron, head on over. And if you can't, that's fine. Just listen, subscribe, tell all your friends, and leave us a comment if you can on iTunes. It always helps us out. Uh, so that said, Lauren, uh, you told us where our fans can find you, and we're yep. going to link to your social in the show description. Thank and you. Yvette, where can our listeners find you and more apocalyptic doomsday warnings? Y'all can find me as the Harbinger of Doom on Instagram and Twitter at the Cybabe and at Facebook.com slash Cybabe, where I'm hopefully touching my face far less than I am in this video at, and I'm being snarky and scientific. And Alice, where can our listeners find you and all of the podcasty things? So you guys can find me at Rational Blonde on Twitter, or you could find me, uh, or not me, but the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at TGOM Podcast. But of course, tell all of your friends to listen to subscribe to Two Girls, One Mike, and we will catch you next time, same time this week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later.